Welcome to Jog Pod from the Lees School Geography Department. This week, we've got a special guest podcast for you from the Lees Biology Department, hosted by Mr. Fernandez. Right, um, I've got a few people here who are currently working on a biodiversity project. Um, let's start with you, John. Can you tell me what you're doing right now? Uh, so I'm searching up plants that are drought-resistant that can fit in the troughs that we're putting on the wall and I'm just measuring, I'm just searching out what their sizes are to work out whether they will fit or not. Okay, Rory, um, what's this wall? What are we talking about here? Uh, there's a wall outside the biology department which uh, used to uh, hold uh, an animal shelter uh, and that's been taken away uh, and we're just trying to find something to uh, take up that wall to make it look a bit better whilst also promoting biodiversity at the school. Okay. That sounds excellent. Um, why drought-tolerant species, John? Uh, because in the troughs, it will not get too much water. The wall might block a bit of rainwater for them, so drought-resistant. Okay. What, what, what direction is the wall facing? Uh, I th- east. East. It yeah. is an east-facing wall, so it's not yeah. going to get much direct sunlight. No. No. Okay. Especially with the shelter from the buildings as well. Shelter from the buildings. Mr. Pullen, you're, Mr. Pullen, you're here as well um, yeah. as head groundsman. Um, what are your thoughts about this? Um, why, why do we need to look at, start looking at drought-tolerant species? Why, why plug this? Um, mainly because I, I can absolutely say in, in East Anglia, we are in the driest part of the whole of the country. We have the least amount of rainfall in, in the country. Uh, obviously, global... Uh, Temperatures are rising as well. We just went through a summer where we went through at least double figures where temperatures were over 30 degrees, if not more. Um, so, yeah, we, we've got to look at plants that can actually go for long periods with very little water. OK, I noticed over at the Botanic Gardens they've got a garden where apparently they have not watered it at all um, since it was established in the early 90s. Is that possible here? Um, yeah, it is. It is possible, but it also depends. Obviously, we're looking at a very famous botanical gardens there, so they've probably been donated a huge amount of those plants by the relevant countries to uh, to show other people what plants can go with very limited water. But it's still not a bad idea to visit there to see what plants they have got there because there could be some uh, species there that we could use on our wall. Excellent. John and uh, Rory, you've come up with a list of different species um, based on your visit to the Botanic Gardens. What kind of species have you come up with that might work in this situation? A species that they can store water very well, so any water that they do get, they can store, and they don't need much water, but they can store it. So, so succulent species. Um, were there any in your list that you quite like the look of? Uh, so the penstemon is a very nice colour. It's red, uh, and red's a very personal favourite colour of mine, and that's one that I really like. Quite nice for pollinating species as well. Rory, any of yours that you quite like the look of? Uh, probably the thrift. It's uh, just a very bright colour. that will like, bring a lot of colour to the area where it's not... It's not the best-looking area that will... Fair enough. It is rather bland at the minute. So we are looking at trying to increase the number of species present, but also focusing on drought-tolerant species. Hopefully gets a few, po- few more pollinators on site. Um, Mr Pullen, any more thoughts? 
Um, no, I think it's the way forward. Uh, at the moment, we're just hopefully trying to do a small area that over time that uh, this is the the start of things to come, that if, if this wall does work, then we can progress and make it larger and larger and possibly uh, expand it over the wall. So there are a lot more plants there. So baby steps first by doing a little sample first. Fantastic. Thank you all for your contribution. Um, the biology living wall, a bit of geography in there as well. Thank you for joining us again on JogPod. I hope you've enjoyed learning about the Biology Living Wall project and do look out for updates on that uh, and perhaps go and take a look at it yourself to see how that could be contributing towards biodiversity on the school sites.